Now on Radio Italia Uno, it's time to change the world with Matt McQuinley. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, canceling cancel culture, discussing and listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, business, history, and more. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Right now on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hey, hello, and welcome to Change the World with Matt McQuinley. We have a fabulous guest today. Peter Nichols is a life enjoyment mentor. As you know, our focus on the show is to do our best to help change the world for the better. Peter's focused on doing that in people's individual lives every single day. He's completely aligned with our focus on this show and is making a difference as we speak. Hi, Peter. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm well, thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you for being here, even though you have to do it over the phone because of COVID. Um, I I wish we could have you in the studio today, but... But we're lucky to have you anyway, any way we can. Yeah, we do uh, what we can. Yep. Well, um, welcome again. And, and can you please tell us a little bit about uh, your journey uh, to become the, a life enjoyment mentor and what that actually means? Sure. Thanks, Matt. Look, it's, I really got the, the idea of the enjoyment theme with because I spent 30 years as a recreation planner working for the recreation and sports department mainly. Uh, and helping people improve the quality of their recreation lives and interests, uh, facilities and all that. I learned a lot over those 30 years about what makes people enjoy themselves because there's no better time to see a person enjoying their life when they're out doing their favourite recreation activity at the weekend, whether it be going for a walk in the park or playing a game of sport or going to the beach with family. You know the way you feel. And I learned out of, a lot, out of all that a lot of things about positive human behaviour. And I found over that period of time, over those 30 years, that this is something that doesn't just apply to the weekend. This is something that applies to the whole of life. Well, that was for about 30 years, as I say. Then when time came to leave full-time work, I didn't quite know what I wanted to do. And I decided I would like to try and just sort of see what I could do with this. Well, I had somebody who read my book. My book at the time when I left the recreation planning was called Enjoy Being You. And the point of that was it was a reflection on those years of what I'd learned in my in my years of working with people when they were doing things that they loved doing for the sheer pleasure of doing so. And out of that book, I had a request from a, a corporate client saying, I've got a staff of team, a team staff who are burning out. I love your book. Do you reckon you could run a workshop for them based on your book? I thought, said yes, that's a good idea. And then walked away and thought, what have I done? I know nothing about burnout. How come they ask me to do something? But I thought, they did say, write something, do something based on your book. I did. It was a huge success. And I realised that this enjoyment theme applied to the whole of life and especially where people were struggling with life, where they need to sometimes be reminded what it meant to enjoy being themselves. So that was where I came to call myself a life enjoyment mentor, Matt. 
Mm. Well, I think <laughs> that's awesome that uh, you I, I think our hat should go off to you merely because you worked for 30 years and you can say, I don't know anything about burnout. <laughs> I think I worked for three months and I knew all about burnout. <laughs> so, so congratulations on being balanced from the get-go. And, and I really I enjoyed reading in your um, – when I was going through your website and your LinkedIn. I love the quote. I just got to say it. Uh, where you talked about how you were, it was time for you to leave uh, work. And on your website, one of your uh, little uh, – ebooks is a tree doesn't stop growing at 65 and neither should you can you tell me a little bit about your philosophy on that i think it's it that's just fabulous hey, look thank you uh it, and it, it's a fact uh given given that work where i worked a lot in parks uh, parks and recreation planning i learned a lot of analogies which related back to nature and i learned that nature tells us a lot about who we are and I thought, well, I've been well and truly past my years of full-time work, and, and I, I did this because this is my passion, uh, what I'm doing now. Uh, and I and I really did decide that life is all about living till as long as you want to and enjoy life for as long as you want to. And the best way to explain that was the simplicity of a tree, because a tree simply not only doesn't die at any nominated age, it actually grows into something that we now call a significant tree. And I thought, why don't we call people, ageing people, significant rather than old? Because, in fact, as the years go, uh, as we go into later years of life, we actually deepen our knowledge and understanding of life rather than lose it. In fact, I've got a whole topic on that area in itself, which we wouldn't have time to go into now, but it really does make out the point that uh, we are always growing and we need to recognise that fact. It's not something we, we are told by society, look, you know, you're turning 50, you're over the hill, that's it, you're on the downhill slide. All these sorts of expressions which are commonplace uh, and continue to be, you know, we, we, we talk about that thing called ageism, which um, I try not to talk about too much, but it's in fact, you know, suggesting that once you get past a certain age, you have it. Well, it's not so, and I, I'm not just saying a nice point of view. It's a fact of life, uh, and I, I sometimes feel that the second half of life, in many ways, is a lot more productive because you've learned a lot, you've deepened your wisdom, you've deepened your understanding of people, you've got a new perspective on life, you've, you've got perception that you didn't have as a younger person, and all these are incredibly valuable assets and I certainly do my best to maximize those assets in my work as a life enjoyment mentor. Wow. That's, that's, that reminds me, for those of us out here that are listening that are nerds, like myself, uh, what you're basically saying is uh, entropy. I mean, it's a fundamental law of the universe. If, if you're not trying to build something, it falls apart. And, uh, and that's the same in anything, even in, in business. If you're not trying to move forward, you're going to fall apart. Uh, you've got to always be doing maintenance on everything and trying to improve everything or it's going to fall apart. That includes our bodies, our minds, the whole thing. Uh, I, I really – you have some interesting ideas, it seems, on work-life balance. Uh, you talk a lot about uh, an emphasis on energy management versus time management. Can you talk to us a little bit about that, please? Yes, yeah, certainly. Well, I don't like the word balance for a start because it suggests it suggests you're balancing your time between doing stuff.
stuff at work and stuff in your personal life. As much as we'd like to think we can do that, it's pretty damn done impossible to do. We've got 24 hours to use up, and uh, if we start deciding we're going to do... Um, what was that old song? We work eight hours, we sleep eight hours, that leaves eight hours for fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just doesn't work that way. Um, and I think if we just try... We just drive ourselves nuts trying to keep all the balls juggling in the air. So I, I actually feel that what it is, it's more about generating energy. I've got a, a nice... I love analogies, Matt. You'll hear a lot of these as we talk. And I, the analogy might be if you get in your car and you drive your car and just keep driving it non-stop, the inevitable thing that's going to happen is it's going to run out of fuel and stop. So what you've got to do is periodically pull into softer road for a, to a service station, top up with some more energy or fuel, and off you go. Mm. Well, you know, we're like that. If we all we do is simply burn up energy and, and, and stop and, and don't stop, we're going to run out of energy. Now, what I believe is, is instead of work-life balance, I believe we should be thinking about managing our energy and putting our energies where we believe the priorities, where we need to prioritise, where we use our energy. And that means what I call an energy-in, energy-out philosophy. And you have a nice flow. Uh, I, I have a way of showing that visually, which we, we can't do on radio. Um, but it basically you have a program in your life where you are regularly generating energy uh, to replace the energy you've burnt out. And even that now, with, with, with the balance, you say, OK, I've got so many hours and I've got to work it out. If I talk about energy, anything I do, even for 10 minutes, if I actually go and stop and do something I love just for 10 minutes, just to go for a walk around the block or, or, or you know, chat to a neighbour or, or anything that just that makes me feel good about myself, help someone out who's uh, got stuck with a problem, you, you feel good about yourself. Now, the energy that that generates goes on a lot longer than the time it took you to do it. Mm. It actually goes, flows on, and the more often you... And not just a little energy, one little feel-good event in the day just might set up the energy for that day. So you then can spend the rest of that day burning up energy that you've just generated in about half an hour. Uh, so, you know, you can, you, you can deficit budget your energy, on your mind. So you can't deficit budget your time, but you can deficit budget your energy. And, and I think... That's the way you start to then decide, where do I want to put my energy and what can I do that's going to generate new energy, not necessarily for an equal amount of time. So wow. you then keep the level of energy, the energy levels up uh, all the time. Wow, that's a fascinating way to look at it. I've never considered it that way. So uh, unlike Stephen Covey, who talks about sharpening the saw, which is important, you're actually even going one step further and saying, do the right things, and you're creating energy, which will help you uh, accomplish what you want to accomplish. So, and wow, you, you words. Just, you, yeah. Just that important point there, Matt, uh -huh. because actually, you, you actually, it's an enjoyment and energy activities. Mm. You, I mean, you might say, can I just go lie down and have a sleep for half an hour? Mm. That's not going to generate new energy. Mm -hmm. It might give you a bit of a break, but oh. it's actually doing something that gives you a sense of new energy, oh. energizing, some energizing experience. Wonderful. Thank you for that clarification. So we're going to hear more words of wisdom from Peter Nichols, uh, uh, Life Enjoyment Mentor, in just a little bit. Vuoi 
promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero uno. A modo mio. A modo mio. Ogni giovedì. Dalle 2 alle 5 con Vincenzo Rullo, solo su Radio Italia 1, 87.6 FM. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia 1 and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, we're back with life enjoyment mentor, Peter Nichols. Uh, If you want to hear more about Peter and his uh, programs as a life enjoyment mentor, you can check him out on his website, which is... www.australiaspeoplegardener.com.au Australia's People Gardener. That's pretty Gardner, neat. Yeah, that's right. Growing better people. Growing better people. Sounds great <laughs> to me. Well, Again, that goes back to my parks background. There you go. So uh, it, I'd like to talk a little bit about you, – you talk a lot on your website and on your LinkedIn about stress and, and, and how to manage it. Uh, can, you, and how to, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I certainly can, Matt, and you're right. I mean, in this day and age of stress and, and COVID and all these issues, enjoyment is a, a very difficult... It's not a popular... Well, it's a popular word, but it's one that people don't really know where it fits in. I, I've got a friend in business who says, does your business run you or do you run your business? Mm. Well, it's in a sense, what I'm talking about is, do you run your life or does your life run you? Mm. Uh, and I guess what I'm trying to do with the, about where enjoyment fits into your life is to actually make sure that at least some of your life, you're running your life. And even if your life has to run you to some extent, uh, it's finding that other, that other uh, avenue which says, look, to find ways of actually managing that stress. And we talked about work-life balance before. But it's, um, it's actually looking to find, to decide that somewhere in your life, in your week, you need to actually stop and what I call switch off and then switch on. And I'll explain what I mean by that. It's, it's actually more than you might think. If you get to a point where life is you know, constantly stressful, somewhere you need to think, okay, I need to switch off and the mind and get the mind away from the problem for a short period of time. And by doing it, and the way to get the mind from away from the problem is to then put your mind towards something that you you love doing so much that you actually forget where you what times you know time just keeps seems to stop. You don't know you're in the zone. Uh, you're just off with a you know off with the fairies, having a great time, and you can't even think of it. I'll give you my example. Is for instance, I like to sing in a choir. Now, when I sing in a choir. 
All I can concentrate is on what the choir director wants, what the next note is, what the people around me are singing, uh, what we're singing and why and who for. I can't for the life of me possibly think about whatever problems I've got in my life. I mean, I'll have as many problems as someone as anyone else, but we all do. I mean, I'm, I'm not a, oblivious to this situation at all, nor are you, Matt, I'm sure. Mm. But it's a question of saying, what can I do to take my mind away from my problems? And this has two, a two-way effect. Not only do you then stop worrying about your problem for as long as you're... Uh, and, and concentrate on something you really love doing, there's a ripple effect after you stop. You, you actually find that the, you, you actually, when you come back to the real world, you might say, it doesn't seem quite so bad as it was when you switched off. So you switched back on again to, to the life issues and you just feel a bit better in yourself. Um, can I tell you a little story about how I found that out for joining a choir, Matt? We've got a moment, haven't we? Please, please do, yeah. I, I, I was just listening to what you were saying and, and just agreeing wholeheartedly. I, I didn't figure this strategy out till I was probably, gosh, in my, a, somewhere in my 40s, you know. Not a lot of what I say is brand new stuff. It's just it's reminding people of stuff they already know. It just gets stuffed down. But in the case of joining my choir, I went through six months, this is, I'm going back 20 years ago now, I was going through six months of real strife myself. I, my job was at risk and my relationship I had at the time was at risk and I was really struggling with both till, the, till eventually over a period of six months I lost both of them. Mm. Uh, now that's, that's incidental to what I want, to the point I'm, I'm what I make because around the, in that, towards the latter part of that time, Somebody said to me, Peter, you've got a good tenor voice. We need a tenor in the church choir. Why not come and join the choir? Well, I've got to tell you, I was really, all I could think about was, you know, have a good wallow in self-pity, and I was, my self-esteem was absolutely shot. And I said, look, that's a lovely idea. I love singing, but no, I couldn't possibly think about joining a choir. And anyway, over the next few weeks, she nagged me and said, come on, you, you need to join the choir. Eventually I said, oh, okay, I suppose a couple of hours of Thursday night, it won't do me any harm. And I got there, and the first thing that happened when I, when I went in and everybody gathered, the director said, Peter, we are so pleased you joined us. It's wonderful to have you here. And all the choir, about 20 people, stood and applauded. And you've got no idea, Matt, what effect that had on me, hmm. just to simply hear that and be told that. And I thought, wow. Anyway, I did quite enjoy the evening, but... The next day, I sort of felt just that tad bit better. And over the ensuing weeks, things started to change around. I continued to enjoy the choir. I kept going back. And time changed. And I've got to tell you now, Matt, the bloke talking to you right now owes a lot to that episode 20 years ago when I was two, when I, when I joined that choir. Now, I think that just gives you a good example of just what can happen when you do decide to consciously... Tell yourself, look, I'm going to spend some of my time doing what I love. And particularly if I'm having a lot of strife, it's got an amazing ability to turn your mind around. Because it's all about the mind, enjoying your mind. That's what it's really all about. Whatever you do, whether it's physical or running around the block, running a marathon, singing in a choir, um, it's it's what it does for the mind that has the big impact. Wow, there's two. Po- there's an. That's a powerful lesson in self management. But also, I, I off the topic. I just want to raise that it, it's also a powerful man- message for 
for others too is in in that you know that just giving somebody some positive feedback you know can make such a big difference in your life i mean if you think about that that 20 years later you go back to that simple event where people said hey we're glad to have you on the team and gave you a, a hand mm. i mm. mean and, and and it made all the difference to you so it's we really never know when one small act of kindness to other people uh it can be a real game changer that's 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 awesome one one of my one liners is I've used a few and I've got others I use. If you want to feel better, do something today to make somebody else feel mm. better. Words of wisdom. So or or if we want to use uh, uh, we were talking about Zig Ziglar earlier today, or we could say yeah. we could do it as a Ziglarism. We could say you can get what you want in life by helping <laughs> enough other people get what they want. In that in that southern twang is. He well, had a beautiful twang, didn't he? <laughs> he sure did. Well, uh, I think that was, that's some great stuff. I, I I don't want to start a new topic right now because that was so powerful. So we're going to be back here in just a little bit with Peter Nichols, uh, life enjoyment mentor. Good on you. How good is Mighty Joe's? They're brilliant. Mighty Joe's is the largest fruit market in South Australia. They handle all Italian small goods. And a family business. Yeah, that's right. Four decades. Joe and Francesco, they're proud to present fresh produce from local growers and local produce markets, passing massive savings on to you. And their service is so friendly. Tell me about the opening hours. Absolutely. They're open 7 until 7, Monday to Friday, and 7 until 5, Saturday and Sundays. And they have weekly bargains and specials, like nuts and fruit and veg, cold meats, pastas, and plenty more. And they've got a new shop. They certainly have. Mighty Joe's are now at 115 Finden Road, Woodville. Check their Facebook page, Mighty Joe's Fruit Market. I need some fruit and veg. I'm heading down right now. I'll come down with you. Bed sale on right now at Save-A-Lot Beds. Lowest prices in Adelaide. Save hundreds or even thousands. New orthopedic beds in queen or double for only four forty nine. Australian-made queen or double mattresses for only one ninety nine. King-size pillow-top mattresses for only four ninety nine. Get the good night's sleep you deserve. Save-A-Lot Beds sale is on right now at 634 Port Road in Beverly. Don't miss out. Get down to Save-A-Lot Beds at 634 Port Road, Beverly for the massive double, queen, and king-size sale. Hello, I'm Peter Salerno. Please join me on Happy Business Radio every Monday, 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno. We have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build and increase your business. Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Ora più che mai, l'assistenza che le famiglie conoscono e di cui si fidano è qui per te. A bene. Con i nostri servizi di assistenza domiciliare, i tuoi cari diventano nostri. Offriamo servizi di supporto sociale e assistenza per fare la spesa ed Andrea si è sentito completamente a suo agio. Il personale è stato fantastico fornendomi supporto sociale a casa. Bene, fornisce servizi per mantenere uno stile di vita attivo e di benessere, assistenza domiciliare o residenziale agli anziani, con rispetto e calore. Con Bene, sei in famiglia. Chiamaci all'81 31 2000 o visitaci su bene.org.au 
Foodland's proudly owned by South Australian families like mine. Our stores are our second home. And just like home, we want you to feel safe and looked after when you visit. Thankfully, our customers have always acted like Mighty South Aussies when shopping with us. Which, by the way, supports all the local family-owned brands who produce the essentials you find on our shelves. Great families, great locals and great food lives here. You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, we're back with Peter Nichols, Life Enjoyment Mentor. Uh, Peter, I'd, I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, on your website and LinkedIn, it talks about how you help people uh, who are going through a major life transition. And uh, can, you t- can you talk about that a little bit? I get most interested in what I do. When we, whenever we go through any, and you know, what's a major life transition? It could be almost anything um, uh, you can think about. I, I tend to find the simplest one to talk about is just about when you pass a big O. You know, when you turn 30, you turn 40. When you turn 30, as it happened to me, you think, is this is what working life's all about? I've been working for about 15 years. Uh, you know, is this all there is to it? Well, I went through that stage myself, and... Uh, I remember thinking, look, I'm, I'm, all I'm doing is going to work to earn money for no particular purpose. I'll just get to another retirement age and that'll be it. And I decided I needed to find a life with purpose. And that's another story. But when I got to, the people get to 40, that also is a time where people start to make thinking about major life changes. Mothers quite often, the kids are now well established in school and the mother says, look, you know, I really like to start... Um, uh, ex- expanding my own talents and getting involved in things. Um, 50 years of what we used to call the midlife crisis. I now call it the midlife awakening. Uh, awakening. So that's, that's again, uh, a throwaway positive line. 60, of course, becomes the age where you start thinking about what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Um, and I've actually dropped the word retirement. By, uh, yeah, simply, I, I've never retired. I stopped full-time work and I've gone into other business, which I do as, as, you know, as I enjoy doing. I, I work for passion, not necessarily for pay all the time. And um, so I, I think a major life transition is where you're going to, either, either you want to or you have to face a change in life. It might be when a, uh, a partner dies, you get divorced or a partner dies or the kids leave home. All these things are shake you up. And you think about everything. You think about where you live, where, who you're with, what you do, um, what's important in your life. Now, that's the time where I say that's when you need to go back to the basics of who you are. That's where you need to think about what am I good at? What do people value in me? And what can I do that's actually going to give me that sense of purpose and meaning? What are, and that's when, you, and I talk about what I do is help people go back to the basics of what makes them tick. But particularly, I emphasise, what do they enjoy? And there's a particular angle on that which is basic to this whole program that I run. I link enjoyment and memory. Now, what I mean by linking enjoyment and memory, every time, if you if you look back on the things you used to enjoy, that you, you say, oh, that's a wonderful memory. Oh, you reminded when I thoroughly enjoyed doing such and such at whatever age it was. And when you do have an enjoyable day out, 
you always remember what that what was like. You'd later on something will trigger your memory of that day that you had yesterday or the day before because you enjoyed it so much. So what I do, I actually put people through a bit of a structured memory program. So I say, right, let's talk about the time in your life where you most, where you perhaps where you're most creative. And I usually find that's around about that adolescent year where you were all the things you wanted. You wanted to become an astronaut or a, a rock star or a, you know a tennis professional. All those things, and your parents might have said, "Well, lovely idea, son or daughter, but uh, not sure. I think you ought to think about becoming a teacher, or a doctor, or a lawyer." But in that early stage, as you're thinking about what you'd love to do, so there are various stages in your life and memories, and I have a structured program to work people through what they really remembered. And why? That's the important bit. Not just what they enjoyed, what did it do for them? Uh, and it's just, that's really where people start to go, aha! And then they start to find themselves becoming more aware of themselves and what really makes them tick in life. It gives them a foundation to then plan for whatever that next phase, or I talk about a new life adventure, might be when they do make that big transition for whatever reason they have to or want to. Wow. That's a lot to take in. <laughs> but it's, that's it's, only scratching the surface, yeah. right? <laughs> well, yeah, people can learn a lot more. You've got a lot of content and a lot of things that you could teach people. What's that website again if people want to uh, get into www. that www.australianspeoplegardener, that's all one word, and it's gardener, not gardener. AustraliansPeopleGardener.com.au And, they can and yes, everything we're talking about, you'll find something on the website there that uh, you'll find of value. And they can also contact you via LinkedIn, I think, uh, yes. Peter Nichols. If they, look up, if they look up Peter Nichols' Lifestyle Mentor, um, Adelaide, uh, my, my page will probably... You, I think you have to be a user of LinkedIn. It's probably more for the business person... Yeah, the person who's a, in a profession of some sort. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, by all means, uh, search for me on uh, Lifestyle Mentor uh, um, Adelaide, Peter Nichols, yeah. Well, if, Two L's. If, <laughs> yeah, if, again, looking at LinkedIn and the website and all these things, you talk a lot about enjoy being you. I mean, what do you mean by that and, and why? Yeah, it's it's... Well, first of all, that was the words I used to describe that that uh, you know my my earlier career years because that best those three words did best reflect uh, um, that those years that I spent working with people when they enjoy, they were in fact enjoying being their true self. But I think it's probably to just sort of uh, pick on those three words for a moment. It's actually not what you do, but how but how it's how you're expressing your natural self. It's bringing the whole three words together. It's not looking about one individual bit of enjoyment. It's looking at what makes in what what makes you feel good about yourself. So that the enjoy being you is actually taking you back to separate you from what other people expect of you. There's two two ways you can look at life, or even look at some aspect of life. We spend so much of our life doing what we think others expect of us expectations is a huge part of our life. And there's something like 70% of people in the world who are working, working people, who are not engaged in their work. They don't enjoy being there. They're not happy. If they're fortunate, they've got an interest away from work which makes up for it. But they're not happy. Now, we need to have more time thinking about 
What makes me enjoy being myself? What is it that I love doing? What are my natural talents and skills? I have a, I, I've broken all that enjoy being you up into what I call seven key features of enjoying being you. And, and all of them have some impact. And the, the basic one is the enjoyment factor. If you're enjoying life, everything else needs to fall into place. Then you've got six others, one of which is a positive outlook. Another one is your, all your natural gifts and talents, because you were born with a unique mix of gifts and talents. Uh, your, your energy, what energises you? We've talked a lot about that today. What your passions are, whether they be work passions or passions for singing, as I have, or whatever passion you've got, that stays with you for life. Connecting with like-minded others. And the last one is continuous development, and that's where this transitions and continuing to enjoy life to the full for the whole of your life. Look, all of that, in fact, in those seven key features, everything I do and talk about is there. And they come up in that website that I was telling you about at Australia's People Gardener. Um, there's so much in it, but can I make one other point? I can't tell a joke for the life, the life of me. This is not just about fun and in pleasure and, and having a good night out. Important although those are, this is about enjoying life. This is about being enjoying being the person you are, not the person you think others expect you to be. Mm. Wow. So really it's uh, like Shakespeare said, above all, to thine own self be true. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, on that positive note and uh, powerful message, we're going to uh, take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a little bit with Peter Nichols, Life Enjoyment Mentor. Our independence is everything. Brazier Mobility has been creating independence for people for over 30 years. Brazier Mobility specialises in tailored vehicle solutions to keep you active, ensuring your vehicle modification suits your needs, offering you unlimited freedom. Brazier Mobility boasts a team of highly skilled technicians working in a state-of-the-art facility located here in South Australia. No compromises are made when it comes to client satisfaction. Call them for a friendly chat on 1800 Brazier or visit their website, braziermobility.com.au. Brazier Mobility, creating independence. Hi, Deb here with my business partner, Dave. Join us each week on Friday, 6 to 7, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM, for Mental Health Talk, a show where mental health is everyone's business. Every Friday from 6 to 7. Sponsored by Mental Health Partners. Estovest, a restaurant that offers traditional Italian food that Nonna would approve of. Famous for gnocchi and authentic Napolitana-style pizza. And every Thursday night, you can enjoy unlimited pizza for just $25. Wonderful coffee and staff that make you feel special. Estovest, Shop 1, 111 Angus Street in the city. To book, visit their website, estovest.com.au, and click on Book Now. You'll feel like you're in Italy. Radio Italia 1 
You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, we're back with Peter Nichols, Life Enjoyment Mentor, and wow, it's been a fabulous interview, uh, so much that we've covered, but Peter, in the small amount of time that we have left, if you'd just be kind enough to to tell us what you'd like us to carry away uh, from your, our time together with you the most. I'd really Thanks. appreciate it. I'm happy to do that. I, I think what I'd just like to sort of end up our chat on is really when the, what happens when you really are out there just doing something you love doing. If you're out with friends or, and you, you take the family to the beach or something like that, what's going on that actually has such a powerful effect on your life? Because enjoyment is a very serious matter. It's, it's strange to say that, but it's a very powerful part of your life. And I reckon there are five things happening every time you have an enjoyable experience. And the first thing is your mind is working with some purpose. You're, you've, you've got an output, an output in mind. Let's say you're going to the beach, you want to be, get the right spot to get a parking spot, you want to get a good spot for the family. You plan it all out and you work it out. Your mind's working with a bit of a, bit of a point to what you're trying to do. And the second one is your energy levels up. You feel, you're, you're feeling energized. You're feeling like, you know, I want to do this. This is something I really feel good about. Let's, let's do it well. The third one is your self-esteem is high. I used that example when I was singing in the choir. Your self-esteem goes up, your self-confidence, your self-belief. All these things are working well. And the fourth one is you sort of expand your appreciation and enrichment of life. Just that little... Either that little bit, or if it's a world trip, you don't. It's a big bit, um, but you do something to expand your life. And the last one, I think, in these days of talking about viruses, you infect everybody else with your enthusiasm, and that's the best virus you can get, I reckon. Now, when you look at those five things: your mind working, your energy, your self-esteem, your appreciation of life, and the, and the positive effect, isn't that something we all want all the time, as much as possible? And if you can't have it all the time, then find times when you can enjoy those feelings because it's going to have a ripple effect and a flow on to everything else in your life. And the more often you can do that, the greater resilience you build to dealing with everything else in life. I feel like I'm preaching here a bit because it's all fun, but it's just that we tend to sort of dismiss it, oh, that was a lot of fun, so what, and go on to the next thing. We need to sort of sit back and think, wow, that actually had a lot of effect on my feeling, my mental health as much as anything. I sort of heard one of your ads for that. So I reckon that because there's a last saying, which actually is the basic saying of my whole business. When you lose yourself in an interest that you love, you find yourself. The real you comes alive. When you lose yourself in an interest you love, you find yourself. You find the real you. You come alive, and that's the person that you want to try and be all the time. Wow. Who do you think you can help the most with the things that you're teaching? Um, I tend to think it's people who have already experienced some of life and have found that it's not working quite well for them. I don't tend to do a lot with, with teenagers and youth and young people, though. There is a real need for it out there. Kids need to be taught the life skills, but I tend to find... It's when people have lived life to some extent but are dissatisfied with where they're at and are looking for a different way of doing things. Not necessarily stopping totally everything they're doing, but saying, look, I want to regenerate, I want to re refocus what I love doing into a different direction. 
which is what I did when I left being a recreational planner and I got into this life enjoyment. I was using the same skills I was using as a rec planner, but then I was putting them to a different, a different purpose. People are looking for purpose, and quite often they haven't found it, and they would like to sort of, I can help them find that sort of purpose. All right. Well, that's fantastic. I want to thank you again, Peter, for being on the show, and thank Mark Aston for paneling for us. You can learn more about uh, Peter's programs on his website. If you could tell us that website again, that would be yes, fabulous. It's, it's Gardener. Don't bother about an apostrophe in there. Australia's People Gardener, one word, dot com, dot au, growing better people. And most of all, I want to thank everybody for listening. Please tune in next week, Monday at 6 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on 87.6 FM, Radio Italia Uno. And as always, I'll leave you with a brief inspirational message. Today's inspirational message is brought to you by Save a Lot Beds. You deserve a good night's sleep. Visit their showroom at 634 Port Road in Beverly or call them on 1-300-791919 or visit their website, which is www.savealotbeds.com.au. The other day I was thinking about Matt Emmons, who, while preparing to compete in the Olympic trials for the rifle team in the 2004 Olympics, went to his locker which was supposed to be secure at the U.S. Olympic Training Center and found out his rifle had been sabotaged by a screwdriver. He borrowed a rifle, which at that level is extremely difficult, as his rifle, of course, was zeroed in precisely for him in the sights, action, barrel, etc. Despite this obstacle, his relatively young age and the fact that he had to find someone to borrow a rifle from quickly and compete with an unfamiliar weapon almost right away, he competed and made the team. At the Olympics in Athens, after he won his first gold medal, he was only one shot away from winning a second gold medal in the three positions event. He went into that shot with a three point lead, a very comfortable lead for a competitive shooter. And his next shot was dead center, a bullseye on the competitor's target. He went from first place to eighth place and did not win a medal. But he didn't give up. He competed again in the Olympics in 2008. He won a silver in the 50-meter prone position in the 50-meter three positions that he blew the gold medal in last Olympics. In the qualification round, he ended up one shot behind the leader. In the medal round, he was leading to the last shot where he blew it again and did not win a medal. But he didn't give up. In the 2012 Summer Olympics, in the 50 meters three positions event, the event that in the last two Olympics, he had missed a medal by blowing his last shot, he won a bronze. What do we learn from Matt Emmons? Well, a lot of things. But I would like to discuss just four or five quick ones. Obviously, we learned that failure is not fatal and persistence pays off. We learn not to give up when an obstacle is thrown at us, even at the last minute when Matt Emmons' rifle was sabotaged. Instead, like him, we need to drive on and do our best. 
we learn, just like in the ancient Chinese proverb of the family that gets the horse, that events are often neither positive nor negative. They just are and can lead to the next event. In Matt Emmons' case, because of his hitting the wrong target and losing a gold medal, a beautiful young Czech shooter named Katarina Kurkova and her father came over and introduced themselves to him after his devastating loss. They gave him a four-leaf clover keychain for luck, and they told him they felt bad about what had happened and offered him encouragement for the future. About three years later, Katarina and he were married and eventually ended up having four children together. The fourth thing we learned reminds us that if we focus on the wrong target or goal, we lose, even if we hit it. And finally, we are reminded there are two kinds of people in the world. The ones that give up when they hit an obstacle, give up when they experience failure, and they focus on the wrong things. And then there's the type of person who will not be deterred by obstacles, who will realize that failure is not fatal and can lead to the next success and will focus on the right things and the things that matter. The question is, as always, which one are you? Today's inspirational message was brought to you by Save-A-Lot Beds, where you can save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on a mattress or bed. Visit their showroom at 634 Port Road in Beverly, call them on 1-300-791919, or visit their website, which is www.savealotbeds.com.au.